Hmm. So we are still on a boat en route to Antarctica. I'm speaking kind of quietly because there's other people around me. Um, it is day three. And, um, yeah, day three. Day three of Real Talk Stories. Live from Antarctica. That's right, we're doing a um, very special, very special, just like these special episode or series, whatever you want to call it, of uh, Real Talk Stories. Live from Antarctica on a massive 17-ton boat headed to south. <sighs> I'm going to attempt to decompress uh, all of the thoughts that have come to me in the past 24 hours into a um, intellectually palatable way. Though I cannot guarantee that that endeavor will be successful. Um, today, December 4th, 2021, was the day of the total solar eclipse. Um, we had positioned the boat to, um, to get the eclipse. I'm sorry, I'm munching on some smoked salmon and sipping on some oolong tea, so. If um, I sound a bit muddled, please excuse. Please excuse the tones. So, December 4th, 2021. And uh, we positioned the boat um, within the line of totality to catch the eclipse. Uh, apparently it was several other boats in the area. Um, the area that we're in being the uh, open, you know, the open sea, uh, and literally in the middle of the Drake's Passage, which is between southern, the southern tip of South America, the southern tip of the Chile, Argentina region, and the northern tip of Antarctica, which is considered the, I guess you would call it the South Shetland Islands. Uh, we positioned our boat just north of the Orkney Islands, and we were completely bogged the F out. Bogged the F out. <sighs> However, and this is, this is one of the interesting aspects about this, the plot twist is, <gasps> hold on one second, they brought me the whole little snacky. Thank you so much. I appreciate that greatly. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's very helpful. I arrived to high tea a bit late, but they still brought me my snackies. I'm gonna need to get a photo of this because we should document these moments so that you can go and see the photo from this episode if you truly desire to, which you may or may not because you might be busy or just in it, uninterested. Both ways are completely fine. So we positioned ourselves 
just north of the of the Orkney Islands, completely fogged out. And there was this really nice, like, southern lady talking about having faith and believing in God and, you know, praying. And she's like, you got to have faith. You just never know. And then as soon as she left, as soon as she left, as soon as she left, the clouds parted slightly, and we actually got a bit of the eclipse. Um, and it was magical. You know, first week, during totality, even it being all fogged out, everything got dark, and it was sort of symbolic of the the representation of the impermanence, the, the constant state of the impermanent moment of our existence, and the f the fleeting aspects of the experiences we have, um, which in a way was beautiful. Uh, and then about 20, 30 minutes after totality, we, um, we got, uh, a little part in the clouds and we got partial totality as the sun was leaving or as soon as the moon was leaving the sun, we were able to peer it through the clouds and it was also actually rather beautiful. So that being said, it led to a lot of reflections. Not just the, uh, you know, the ever constant moment of the sense of impermanence that I think many of us feel. But also to sort of the, the, the beauty, the beauty of this existence and, you know, the fact that there is powers greater than us that exist. You know, I don't know how much money you spend or, you know, how much knowledge you have. Some things just are left up to the elements. And speaking of the elephants, we are actually, um, we are way on the open sea and the, 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 the sea is extremely rough and, um, I'm feeling a bit queasy. I had a lemon drop martini upstairs. You all know I don't drink, but, um, <sighs> you know, I, uh, had a drink and, um, yeah, the boat is rocking. Um, one of the back of the boat for the high tea at the Italian restaurant. This boat has, oh, how many levels? How many levels? Levels on levels. Nine, nine decks? Nine decks. And we are on level. We are on deck seven. Draped with a napkin. I'm wearing a three-piece suit. I wish y'all could see me. But very queasy. Very, very rough waters. A lot of people have a little patch behind their right and or left ear for seasickness um but i'm just kind of winging it here you know i'm just going through it i don't know i guess it's working out and um and yeah we're headed to antarctica and i guess you know i'm not going to try to stray too much from the physical thoughts of having i'll just, just have a nice tidy update for you and let you know that we are still a few kilometers from the uh south jet lines from from Antarctica, the actual physical antarctica uh, we are, um, you know, we did see our first penguins today. We are passing icebergs and the seas are extremely rough. These swells are at least, at least 10 meters. And it, it's really got me thinking, especially with, with the high tea that I'm having right now about the sort of way that our collective societies have changed. Well, we just hit an iceberg. Hopefully it wasn't too big of an iceberg. Hopefully it's not too big of an iceberg. <laughs> 
I mean, if we're gonna go out, it's not a bad way to go. I mean, I am not much of a serenader. If I had to be, I suppose. No, but really, it wouldn't be a bad way to go. Yeah. Well, yeah, only, yeah. I'd rather drown in cold water than warm water. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna numb you out. Yeah, it's a beautiful views. Hey, this is some sky. It might be a little foggy. Probably won't get an eclipse, but yeah, should get some nice, some nice tones to the sky. Um, yeah. So we're on this massive, like I said, seventeen thousand ton vessel. It's massive. It's hard to comprehend that. And there occasionally we be, we go through these icebergs that we just cut through, which is it's really epic. And to think that you know we're able to have, you know good quality oolong tea and nice little snacks is, is always always appreciated um and the company's nice everyone gets along well good evening oh yep one step at a time one step at a time ah uh, i can't i can't tell if the vodka helps or hinders you know what i mean Kind of helps you go with it a little bit. Um, and yeah, so now... Uh, you know, I guess one of the major reflections is sort of, you know, the state of collectivism and how things have changed. I think if you look at the way events were held and people socialized, and those that were got along, um, you know, in the time of the original cruises... It's it's almost as if we're attempting to capture a foregone moment, and I, I really must say that the impression that technology has made on the social aspect of um, our collective experience on these cruise ships has changed everything significantly. It is wow. This guy is trying to make it through. Whoa. That is, we are like surfing these. This is, we are just like surfing these. Whoa, my gosh, this boat is really going for it. We are really just, really just, these waves are, these swells are huge. Uh, if you guys could see this right now, maybe I'll do a little video for you. Maybe I'll do a little video for you to show you just how crazy this is. So here we are. Hello, if you're listening to this. And here's our little high tea action. And look at these, look at this water, this ocean is like, wa watch the horizon. Just, just check out the horizon of the water for a second. Yeah, way down. Yeah, I mean, it is not, it is, it is, look at it, whoa. Whoa, look at that, it's just getting a little bit queasy, just a little bit queasy, not too queasy. But, um... Yeah. I am the only one left in the tea house. I am going to get one photo before. Um, I don't even know what's in this little sandwich. Is that bacon or roast beef? I don't want that. Um, yeah, it's interesting. You know, and we went downstairs. It's a firmity. And it got me thinking about COVID and everything. It's just so intense right now. Like, we're really in intense times. 
Is it taboo to have a cappuccino during high tea? I suppose there's only one way to find out, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, I guess we'll just end this episode. This is part three. And I guess uh, I guess we'll just, we'll just wrap it up. Maybe we'll just pause it. Let's just pause it. Let's just pause it. Let's just pause it for a moment. And, oh, so queasy. Oh, my gosh. This is... This is just really, you know, really just disembobulating. Um, hold on. We'll be right back. Stand by momentarily. Don't worry. It will not be a commercial break. I don't do commercial breaks. It'll just be a pause. And we are back. I'm going to stay here for now. Um... What time do you have to clear these for dinner? All right, so I'm okay for a little bit. Uh, yeah, please, uh, just a cappuccino uh, with uh, soy milk. With soy milk. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Dude, this boat. This boat is super rocking. I mean, the whole thing... <laughs> The whole thing actually feels rather absurd, to be honest. Like, I'm sitting here in a three-piece, tailored, <laughs> gray suit, and, you know, on a luxury cruise in the high-end Italian restaurant on the luxury cruise, having, like, a high tea with a triple-stacked display of delectables in the middle of the ocean... Passing through the Drake's passage of Antarctica in a winter, in a, like, I guess it's like in a storm. Like what? Like it does not feel real. It feels completely surreal. Like absolutely surreal. You, like if someone told me when I was, you know, a 16 year old kid living on the street and, you know, doing my thing that I would be wearing three piece suits and cruising on luxury cruises and having high tea. I didn't even know what the hell high tea was. My closest thing I've ever been on a cruise when I was 16 was, I don't know, maybe like a, like a tin boat in a, in a pond. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. The whole thing is weird. I and mean, I honestly feel like I'm part of some sort of Grand social experiment situation. I don't know. There's no more rules. Like, it's 2021. I just got a double cappuccino for, you know, to drink with my, at high tea. It sounds like quasi like a social taboo, having high tea. At, having, high, having a cappuccino at high tea, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Nothing really matters. I mean, what's going on in the news today? I don't know. Oh, there's a new COVID. Omniprom. We could talk about it. I don't know why. This is pretty, pretty irrelevant from Antarctica, to be honest. Fun fact. Antarctica. United States of America has the only base at the very center of the tip of Antarctica, which is our southern pole. 
USA owns that. I mean, you can't say own, so it really can't make claims, but USA has that. Mm. Oh, 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 that oolong is starting to get a little too bitter for my liking. Oh, okay, what's going on with these little snackies? What's this little tart cheesecake looking bad boy here? Oh, so. I mean, there's a lot of fun facts I want to talk about about America, other than the fact that the USA has the main base and the only base at the very point of the middle of Antarctica, which is the exact center point of the South Pole. I also want to talk about the fact that there's some crew on board, part of the exhibi exhibition team. Exhibition? Expedition team. A little different. An exhibition. Um, we were talking about there's rumors that China wants to drill for oil. China wants to speculate for oil in Antarctica, which is considered a massive international neutral nature preserve zone. And China's like, yo, we're speculating for oil. We're going to prospect for oil so we can drill in Antarctica. Like, oh, really? And I was like, well, that doesn't sound good. You know, and the guy's like, yeah, it's terrible. We completely disagree with it. And I'm like, all right, well, so who who's going to stop them? And he's like, nobody. I'm like, what do you mean nobody's going to stop them? I did. I'm always asking for, if you ever see me, I'm asking for a cappuccino. Cheers. Thanks so much. Is it soy milk? Terrible humans. It, yeah, I know. I know. It's fine. I'll, I'll just drink this. No, I've got enough. I've got so much sugar here. Ah, oh, much mucho sugar. Thank you so much. So if China, if China decided to drill in Antarctica, they could they could literally just stop drilling, and because Antarctica is not owned by anyone, no one's got any authority to stop them. How freaking crazy is that? It's completely wild west. So you can just roll in, prospect oil, and start drilly drilling. That's fucked. It's fucked. Oh my god, we just hit another giant iceberg. The tea is spilling all over the place. Doors are slamming. This is ridiculous. I'm eating way too many of these little high tea snackies. Whatever. At this point, I had this whole feeling today. You know, I was like walking around. Oh. Mmm. I'm in the laundry room. That is a weird snack that I'm not sure I actually enjoy. Oh. It was like a. Hell is that thing? Mm, a brie cheese, a chocolate, like a chocolate and brie wafer cracker, triple decker. So I was walking around, and you know they have a morgue on here. And I was down there, the like the laundry room. Next to the laundry room, they've got like a quarantine zone. Here's where the plot really. Here's where the plot really thickens. 
we're only the second boat allowed to cruise to Antarctica since the pandemic started like two years ago. Mm. Um, mm. That's lemon meringue tarts, not bad. Um, Our boarding process was delayed by seven hours because the the guests on that were the passengers on board the ship on the cruise before us they were the first you know cruise since the pandemic they had five cases well i've heard three cases and i've heard five cases of covid and they had one of them was like dying like one or two of them was like they were like literally dying and everyone's vaccinated mm. and they were literally dying i had to be evac off of King George Island. And then when they just returned to Chile, disembarked, the Chilean authorities would not let them disembark until everyone did a PCR test and the results of that PCR test came back. And there were like one or two positives and they evac someone off the boat and they were wearing like literally all white hazmat suits with helmets. Absolutely insane. So, I was like, people die on these boats. And I talked to them, and I'm like, yeah, people die all the time. There's a lot of old people going cruises and sick people, and it's just too much with the wind and the, you know, waves, and people just straight up just die. I was like, well, that's fucked up. Hmm. Oh, we're just hitting an iceberg. And then I was like, well, you know what? We're all going to die. Um, it wouldn't be a terrible way to go. Out in the open ocean, in the waves, in the boat, just, you know. That's not bad. But I'll tell you what. If they try and take me to quote unquote quarantine, we're gonna have some We're gonna have words because I'm gonna try and get locked in the bottom of the boat. But I was walking around after that experience of seeing the quarantine section and being a little freaked out. You know, I hadn't slept all night, it was like you know, it was like eight AM morning of the eclipse, you know. I was feeling a little, you know, already feeling a little strange. And I started to think about the people on the boat that, like, are going to be the first to go. And there's this old lady, and she's, like, barely still moving. Like, she's barely still alive, and she's, like, moving around the boat. And she always has to have people help her. And she's just, like, a really nice old lady, but you can just tell that she's, like, she could go at any minute. In the contrast to that, one of the people on the boat, uh, the daughter of a Navy admiral, I was going to get married in Antarctica, so we're going to a wedding. Hey, Mazel tov. And then I started thinking about like all the people on the boat and how a lot of people just don't seem that healthy and a lot are overweight and you know what's going on in the world and the health. And I'm just like, dude, I want to get off this boat. And I'm like, yo, I can't even get off the boat. This is like weird. Like we are stuck on this boat, but I mean, it's, it's a luxury cruise, so it's like not a bad place to be stuck. I just kind of want to get back to land. 
get back to the the you know the forest of Colombia, the hot springs. Whoa! Oh my God, this boat is really going for it. Whew! And um, and I started to think like, and this is just my own entertaining thoughts, but like, what if our boat actually had? like was a boat that was like had been involved in a crazy accident and everyone had died at sea um and the news report was just like boat lost at sea and all the passengers died and we're just like kind of like all ghost on a ghost ship and we're just repeating the scenario and what 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 like emphasizes this is like there's no date like i have no idea what day it is and every morning we wake up to like it's not the captain, but it's like a, I don't know what he's called. He's like the not exhibition leader, or like host, like chief host. I don't know. I don't know. Every morning, he's got this really pronounced accent. And every morning, it's like, ding, dong, dong. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. We hope you've had a lovely rest. We are now 150 kilometers from the whatever island. And he'll just like go off. For like 10 minutes, really loud, really early morning, every morning, every morning. Bing, dong, ding. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Ding, dong, ding. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Bing, ding, ding. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm like, yo, this is really starting to feel something like some kind of like strange loop with this guy. And I'm like, can we opt out? Like, I don't really need an update every morning at six or seven or eight in the morning where it is telling me what where the heck we are like we're in the ocean we're in antarctica like that's cool i want to update to let you know but can i at least turn off this monitor or turn it down so we don't hear this bing ding ding and they're like no you can't like what no you can't you just gotta listen every morning bing ding 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 anyways i'm not complaining it's beautiful i don't know if you've ever been to antarctica or if you've ever seen like glaciers but the color of this like Arctic bluish white ice that is glaciers is so beautiful. I mean, like so beautiful. And it's just so crazy that we're cruising in the middle of a pandemic on in this middle of the ocean in Antarctica, having high tea and eating little snacks and drinking cappuccinos during these times like what the heck how did i hear i don't know i guess i could just thank the eclipse because if it wasn't for eclipse i would be here but um yeah it's wild i mean it's tough to fully grasp until you get out here just how far out here you really are i mean there is nothing out. We are in complete wild open ocean. There is nothing out here but white caps, waves, rain, and ice, like glaciers. Like, you know, we have like multiple decks of splendor. There's jacuzzi, there's a rooftop jacuzzi, there's an observation deck. There's an Italian restaurant, there's a contemporary cuisine restaurant, there's a French restaurant, there's a grill. I mean, it's really done up, but um, at the same time, everything just feels... I mean, it's completely unsustainable. 
Um, and it just feels kind of fake. I guess that's because of the inst- inst- you know, inst- but the unsustainability of it. But, um, I mean, I'm grateful. I'm glad I'm going on this trip. Antarctica's probably going to be closed in the next few years to tourists and not opening back up just because the countries want to protect it, except for China, who wants to just drill it. But in general, people want to protect it. And, you know, cruise ships obviously are not environmentally friendly. And, you know, there's going to be, um, you know, a push to, 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 to close it off to, to the public. So it's cool to see it now. These waves are so huge. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. I just need to go back to bed at this point. Hopefully I don't get woken up again by ding, ding, ding. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Ding, ding, ding. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Ding, ding, ding. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Anyways, it's a good collection of people out here. Everything's cool. Um, I I don't really know what we need to go over, nor do I really necessarily have a desire to go over things um pretty good right now uh there's a lot i want to unpack but um i think we i think we can um i think we can do that in uh in part four part for you yeah you know i'm just documenting it because it does feel pretty epic and my 13th book is coming out next week and we are in antarctica and these are crazy times and none of this stuff is at all sustainable the only thing sustainable is love really um yeah love is everlasting if you accept it and you exist as that love. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. It's a good community. Oh, another iceberg. And, um, uh, what else? Yeah. Let's leave that. Hope you're doing well. December, recording this December 4th. December 4th, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God, dude. Place just got knocked over. Doors just swung open. The sea is rough. Rough, rough, rough seas. Where we are broadcasting live with another episode of Real Talk Stories live from Antarctica. Wild times indeed. Wild, wild times. Rough oceans. Rough, man. Rough, rough, rough. Ha, 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 ha. Peace and love. <laughs>